Before we get going, here's the bit where I remind you that nothing we discussed should be considered as investment advice. This conversation is for informational and hopefully entertainment purposes only. So while we hope you find it both informative and entertaining, please do your own research or speak to a financial advisor before putting a dime of your money into these crazy markets. You're about to listen to a special preview of the Grant Williams podcast with my very special guest, Tim Grover, the CEO of Attack Athletics, the author of Relentless and his new book, Winning, and the performance coach for former NBA superstars Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. In this remarkable conversation, Tim shares the secrets of his success in helping two of the NBA's biggest superstars strengthen not only their bodies to withstand the physical toll of a grueling NBA season, but also their minds enabling these two incredible athletes to handle the extraordinary pressure that comes with being an era-defining global superstar and build a winning mentality that saw them rise above the incredible talent all around them to become the most dominant figures in one of the most highly competitive athletic leagues in all of sports. Tim explains the secret to building a winning mentality, the sacrifices that have to be made, and how to deal with both victory and defeat in a manner which allows you the freedom to put setbacks behind you and move forward with a single-minded purpose. The lessons Tim has both learned from and taught to the world's greatest athletes offer so much to anyone fortunate enough to hear them and apply them to their own daily lives, whether that be at home or at work. The parallels with the world of investing are there for all to see, and the candor and the clarity with which Tim shares the methods he's developed over 30 plus years working with elite athletes is beyond refreshing. Every episode of the Grant Williams podcast, including the end game, the super terrific happy hour, and the narrative game, is available to copper and silver tier subscribers at my website, grant-williams.com. Copper tier subscribers get access to all the podcasts, while members of the silver tier get both the podcasts and my monthly newsletter, Things That Make You Go Hmm. So, if you enjoy what you hear on the show and you want more high-quality content like it, please make your way over to grant-williams.com and join our exciting community today. And with that, please enjoy the show. Well, look, Tim, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I, this is a great thrill for me. I, I've been a fan of the athletes you've worked with for years, and I know you as the man behind the scenes because I'm that much of a geek. I knew you <laughs> as much as I knew all these guys. And, and I, I, I will do my very best for this not to be a, hey, tell me stories about the days when, because I'm just, I'm such a geek. But, but thanks so much for, for taking the time to do this. It's grand. It's an honor. Thank you so much. You know, I am the worst demographic for someone that writes books like you that you could possibly imagine. I'm an Englishman with the stiff upper lip problem <laughs> and I was born in the 70s. So we don't do kind of self-help and motivational stuff. And But I have to say, your book was extraordinary. Well, let me give you, you know, I was born in Wolverhampton, England. Yeah, right, right, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, all right. But I was, I was born in the 60s. <laughs> so I get what you're saying. But like you said, this is not your typical motivational book. This, is, this isn't about the rah-rah. This is no, definitely it, not it, about the rah-rah. It, it isn't. It's so refreshing to read this kind of stuff the way you write it, which is in your face, no punches pulled. I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and pat you on the back and all that stuff. It was so <laughs> refreshing to read it you know, straight and hard because you just don't, don't seem to get that anymore. You don't. And you know what? It's you have to be true to who you are. I listen, I could have added another 100, 200 pages if I wanted to add all that fluff in there and be. Yeah. I, I'm not. I have to be genuine to who I am. This is what I know. This is how I learned. This is how the athletes and the business individuals and the people I deal with. 
this is the way I talk to them. So the way I'm going to talk to them is the exact same way I'm going to talk to individuals who are going to read the book, listen to the book, and be fortunate enough to listen to this podcast. Yeah, you know, as, as I went through the book, I was highlighting all the things that resonated with me. And I realized we don't have anywhere near enough time to go and go back over all of them. So I've just, I've just kind of picked a few things out that really struck me because the parallels between the athletes and the business people you work with and the world of finance and investing, which is my world, are so obvious as to not even really need pointing out. But it's right. only when you hear them in that other context that you, in your own mind, you put them into the world that you inhabit. Yeah. Listen, I said this in the book, you know, individuals in the financing sector, uh, sales, whatever, whatever it may be, you may not be in the same physical competition as the athletes I deal with, but from a mental standpoint, you have to be just as sharp, if not sharper, because there's a constant change and shift that's always going on. And you have to be prepared for anything that's out there. You have to recognize what you see as what everyone else sees as a loss, you have to have the ability to see it as a win or how can that loss get you closer to that win? Where is that step? Is that step, can I see the step? Can I don't see the step? So from a competitive standpoint and from a winning standpoint in your line of work, the mental ability to recognize those wins, take advantage of them, understand them happens at a faster pace than even for my athletes. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't have set me up better. I wanted, I wanted to give you a quote from the book, which really hit me around the face and just get some reaction from you. Now, you said, and I apologize for quoting you back at yourself. But no, here we are. no, that's all right. <laughs> you, you're, you're, <laughs> winning makes you an expert on losing. You don't ever get used to it, but you learn to control your reaction until you have no reaction at all. You become less emotional about it because the energy it takes to lose your mind over a loss is the energy you need to redirect into winning. And the more you hang on to that emotion, the harder it will be for you to move past it and the harder you'll make it for everyone else to move past it. You understand it's part of the process. You don't have to like it, but you have to face it. It's a necessary evil and a reality of competition. Now, I read that passage, and even though the words on the page say winning and losing, I'm reading profit and loss, because it's it's exactly the same thing. So how do you work with the minds of these great players who right through their high school careers, college careers, are used to winning everything? How do you help them embrace losing, not necessarily in the moment, but understanding what it can teach them in the long term. Well, that's exactly what you said. And what can it teach you? All right. And if you get too emotional over every single loss, you lose that ability to learn. You lose the ability to know that there's a win in that loss. And it's your job to go find it. It's your job to go dig it out, to understand, okay, why did I lose here? What was it? Was I not focused? Did I miss something? Was I not physically prepared? Was I distracted? Was I not in the zone? What happened that gave me that loss and how can I understand it so it won't happen again? Because what happens is just like winning is a habit, losing is a habit. And if you don't understand, just like, you know, (laughs) making money is a habit, losing money, losing money is is a habit. You have to recognize which habit you want to obtain. And if you consistently don't know why you lost and the reasons for that loss, they're just going to continue to get more and more and more. Now, you know, we play, most of my clients end up are are in a team sport. So not everything is on their backs, but you have to realize, Hey, listen, I elevated myself. Did I not elevate my teammates enough? Well, what did I didn't do 
that we ended up losing? What could I have done less or what could have they done more in those situations? So every time there's a loss, you have to come back different. You have to come back better. You have to come back stronger. You have to come back smarter. With each loss that happens, everyone thinks it brings you a step farther away from winning. It actually brings you a step closer to winning, but you have to do the homework to find out where that step is. But how do you kind of give people the ability to look at those losses? Because the, the normal thing is, as you say in the book, shrug it off. It's a game. Forget it. It's, we'll get the next one. It's so instinctive for us to shrug off losses because we don't want to harp on the bad things. We want to focus on the next thing. We want to focus on the next trade, the next game, whatever it may be. But how do you help people take apart losses and understand what it was that I could have done better, whether it was emotional or mental fatigue or failure or a physical one? Well, what I do is there'll be a certain play or something that happened in that moment, and I can see it, and sometimes the athlete can't, all right? And then I'll go back and I'll just say, hey, I want you to watch this part of the game again, all right? And understand what happened in this 30 seconds here that turned your mindset from a winning mindset into a losing mindset. And you don't have to dissect the whole thing, but there's certain parts within your win or within your loss that you can dissect and say, hey, how could I have done things a little bit better? Now, what I want you to do is once you figure those things out, and I want you to figure those things out, listen, I'll place you in the right island. Now it's your job to figure out what I want you to find. But the important thing about this part here is I don't want you to constantly think about it. I don't, when I said it in the book about shrugging the loss off, I don't want you constantly thinking about it. I don't want you to forget the lesson, but I don't want you thinking about it because if you're thinking about it, you're not in the current moment for your next trade, for your next financial situation, for your next win, for your next moment. So there's a huge difference about learning something so well that you don't have to constantly think about it. And that's what I want these individuals to do with their losses. I want them to understand why they got those losses. And I want them to understand that concept so well so it becomes an instinct with them so they don't have to think about it. They already know. With most of my athletes, before I point something out, they'll already said, I got it. Yeah. I, I, I already know. And that's the point where you get to where they just shrug it off. I've always wondered about this throughout my entire career, and that is, do we really learn anything when we win? I've always wondered about that because I, I think you contextualize it and you can say, yeah, because you were aiming for that win. You did everything you could to win. Do we actually learn anything from winning, do you think? This is the one thing it's very important. The best of the best learn just as much from winning than they do from losing, all right? Because now what they do is they don't get complacent with that win. So once they get that win, they're like, okay, what do I have to learn more to get that next win? Because if I got this win now, and if I continue here, hey, you know what? If that other individual that I'm competing against, who I beat, actually learned more from their losses and I didn't learn anything from my win, well, guess what? This is the only win I'm gonna have. I'm not gonna have another win because the greatest winners learn so much from their losses, but they also learn something from each win they have because then they're like, all right, well, I'm going to lose more than I win. So if I keep beating this person, eventually they're gonna figure out how to beat me unless I continue to keep getting better. 
The full conversation is available to subscribers to the copper and silver tiers of my website, grant-williams.com. Nothing we discussed should be considered as investment advice. This conversation is for informational and hopefully entertainment purposes only. So while we hope you find it both informative and entertaining, please do your own research or speak to a financial advisor before putting a dime of your money into these crazy markets.